Today's episode is all about travel because travel's on my mind. I am about two hours away from getting in the car and going up to the airport. I have to go to a, an international airport because we're flying overseas. I haven't been across the pond for quite a while. So I'm very excited about it. I think I guess my Greece trip a year and a half ago when I went on the retreat to Greece was my last trip. But this time my husband's going and his best friend and his wife were traveling together. So that will be fun. And we are meeting some friends over there. And so it's an 11 day adventure. And I can't believe it's finally here. We've been planning it since October. So my wish for you is in listening to this episode. And the reason I put it together is because I want you to, as I'm sharing these cities, I have some US and some non-US, I want you to think about where you want to go. Maybe one of these cities are on your bucket list. Maybe it will make you realize that there's a city that's on your bucket list that you haven't been to and you've not taken the action to book it. And it doesn't mean you have to book it two months from now. Book it and plan it and have fun with it. Get a friend to go if you're husband is somebody who doesn't want to go on the trip. Don't let other people who don't want to go ruin your fun, ruin your bucket list item. You can find somebody who wants to go on that trip. And if you can't find anybody that you know, find a Facebook group that has, you know, people who like to go to France or people who like to go to wherever. There's Facebook groups like this and you can find them and you can connect with people and then meet them at the location. Meet up at the location. Isn't that cool? The internet allows us to do this. And you can have fun with it. You can have fun with it. Uh, I would recommend that it's not just some like random stranger that you have. I'd get on Zoom with them. <laughs> I'd make sure that they actually exist. Not like they're just a texter and they're asking you for money to help them with their trip. No, we don't want any of that. I've seen that on Dr. Phil. We want to avoid that. But yeah, there are legit people who don't have friends that want to do the things they want to do or husbands that do want to do the things they want to do. Don't let your life be shrunk by other people. Do what you want to do. So let this episode be something that inspires you to take action on a big adventure. Hi, I'm Lori Wright, also known as Not Your Average Grandma. I created this podcast as a place for women in their second half of life to go to to receive inspiration. If you are at a place where you believe your best days are behind you, it is my hope one of these episodes will spark you to think differently and lead you to a new belief that your second half may actually be your best half. I want you to stop seeing your age as a limitation and start seeing it as your superpower. You have years of experience and value that the younger you never had. So it's time to lean into that and use it to fuel your future. No more letting age or circumstances hold you back from the pursuit of a more fulfilling and fun life. The happier we are, the better the world will be. So instead of settling for what you don't want, how about going after what you do want? Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. Welcome to another episode of Living Your Sparked Second Half. And this episode is going to be a little different. It's going to be about travel. 
Let's have some fun. All right. Let's figure out where our next trip's going to be or where your next trip is going to be, because I know where my next trip is going to be. I am leaving today to go to Ireland and Scotland. And I'm really excited to experience new countries. I've been to Dublin's airport. I haven't been to the city. I haven't been a tourist in the city. And we have a friend, local, an Irishman, picking us up. And he's going to be our tour guide. So I'm very excited to reconnect with him. I haven't seen him. He used to live in our city here in the U.S., and uh, my husband met him playing rugby and he moved back. He, he married an American woman and they got divorced. So he went back to his native country and I uh, haven't seen him for probably 13 years. So we're going to connect with him. We're actually staying with his parents at their house. So really local. We're doing the local thing. And then we're flying to Edinburgh uh, and we're going to stay in Edinburgh for two days and my husband and his friend were traveling with uh, our golfers, and they want to go to St. Andrews. So we're going to go see St. Andrews. In fact, my son-in-law went to college there for a semester. So I've heard a lot about it, and I'm excited to see it. We're not going to golf. Uh, we're just going to be tourists. And then we're going to travel two hours southwest to stay in a castle for six nights. We have friends who bought a castle. Yes. Good friends to have, right? <laughs> so they, they bought a castle and it's really interesting. It's in his family. Uh, in fact, uh, his ancestor was granted the land and what was a part of the castle, which was just the tower part uh, back in the 1300s. And he was granted the land because he helped the win a battle. And so that's, I guess, what how they rewarded you uh, back in the day. So it's a super old, at least the original part. And then they had built some outbuildings and they've turned that this into a venue. So I'm very excited. So if you follow me on social media, be looking for my my pictures. I've got to remember, I, so I am so bad about remembering to take pictures. I, I need to do more of that. So I will do that so you can join me on my trip. But what I was, thought would be fun, and I haven't done this before, is to find out what good travel cities are for women over 50. And if you're wondering how I did that, I used an artificial intelligence app. You might have heard of it. It's called ChatGPT. But if you haven't heard of it, you don't need to know about it. But the thing with this app that's fun is you can actually talk to it and you can ask deeper questions so you can carry on a conversation unlike searching on Google where you just ask one question and it's kind of well one hit wonder and if you get your your hits and you can you can ask a different question but it doesn't remember your previous question whereas with this app it remembers and you can dig deeper and ask deeper questions and get more clarification so it's a really fun research tool I found so I asked the the app two questions the first question I asked was, what are the top five destinations for women over 50 to travel to? And so it was just kind of a broad uh, uh, question. And then I didn't really like the answers uh, because the first one was Barcelona, Spain, and my purse was stolen there. And several of them are, are super far away. So I, I then I was like, okay, what 
I, I changed my question to what are the top five destinations in the United States for women over 50 to travel to? And then I asked for the European cities to travel to. So it narrowed it down to, I think, places that are easier. Like if you wanted to book a trip, it would be easier to get to these places. And I feel a lot of us haven't really explored the United States. There's so many people who haven't even left their state. It's crazy. And there's a lot of places that I want to see in the United States that I haven't seen yet. And one of them is the Grand Canyon. That wasn't even on the list. But the the places uh, that came up for the United States, uh, the five places, I'm happy to say I've been to all of them but one. And so, yeah, I can give you a little bit of feedback on them. And then the European cities, I didn't ask for a number, so it gave me eight. And I have been to uh, three of the eight. So, and I'm going to one of Edinburgh, Scotland is one of them. So uh, I'll be four checked off this list uh, soon. All right. So let me go over the United States uh, cities. So the first one is Charleston, South Carolina. It's a charming and historic city known for its Southern hospitality, cobblestone streets and antebellum architecture. And so it's apparently got beautiful gardens. Uh, the Magnolia Plantation is noted and it's got great low country cuisine and you can go on scenic boat tours. So those are the highlights of Charleston and my oldest daughter lives there. So I visit a lot. In fact, I was just there over 4th of July. So it is a great place uh, to visit. Number two, Asheville, North Carolina. And that's a great Southern town. One of the things it's noted for is the Biltmore Estate. And if you've never visited, it is amazing to hear the history of uh, the Vanderbilts and the guy who built the Biltmore Estate is was quite quite a fascinating story. Uh, but it's nestled in the Blue Ridge Mountains, and it's an artsy and vibrant city with a strong sense of community. And so it's a good place for women over 50 who appreciate arts and crafts, music and nature. So and then it's got National Park, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park is there. So that is uh, 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 the second one on the list. And my father-in-law and his wife live there in Asheville. So we do visit there quite often. I've been to the Biltmore State. In fact, I, my honeymoon, uh, my husband and I, because we we decided he used to play this golf tournament with, with my father-in-law. And so we were like, we got married about two weeks before that golf excursion or 10 days or something beforehand. So we ended up doing a piggyback. We did a honeymoon at the Biltmore estate and then he, we, he did the golf tournament. So yeah, we, I did my honeymoon there. Uh, so it's a real cool. And if you go do the, one of the backstage tours, cause you get to go in places that the normal tour doesn't go. And it was really cool to learn that extra bit of history. Number three, Santa Fe, New Mexico. And Santa Fe is a place I haven't been. It's the one on the list I have not been to, but I'd like to go. I'd also like to go to Austin uh, and because that's supposed to be a really cool place. Uh, but anyway, Santa Fe is a city rich in culture, history, and artistic expression. Women over 50 can explore the city's adobe architecture, art galleries, and museums including the Georgia O'Keeffe Museum. 
and they have hot springs there where you can relax and rejuvenate. Sounds very nice. I want some of that. Number four is Savannah, Georgia. And I went to Savannah, Georgia and just strolled on our way to Hilton Head Island one year. And I, you know what I remember about that day is the day before, as we were leaving the beach, I found out that JFK Jr.'s plane had crashed. So if I ever wonder when I was in Savannah, Georgia, I can remember that was when that happened. Yeah. So we we left Hilton Head and we stopped in Savannah, Georgia. And it was really cool because they had all these shops along a river, as I recall. But it's a coastal city. And it's got, again, lively art scene, Southern cuisine, uh, the founder of the Girl Scouts, which is an interesting tidbit, uh, is from there, Juliet Gordon Lowe, and they have riverboat cruises. So I guess Chat GP likes likes river cruises and likes arts <laughs> because there's a lot of, there's a pattern here. And then the fifth one is Napa Valley, California. And this is for women who like to whine. Uh, and that's not the wine with the WH. It's the wine that you drink. Uh, and I've been to Napa Valley. I went on a girl's trip. We had this uh, wine club when uh, I was married to my first husband. And I lived in Northern Virginia. And we had a wine club called The Winos. And it stood for Women in Need of Sipping. I thought it was quite clever. Uh, so this women in need of sipping group, there were seven of us that ended up going to Napa Valley. We, we did Napa and Sonoma and it was so much fun. So I highly recommend you doing that with either, you know, a, a loved one, a romantic partner or uh, a bunch of girlfriends. It's a great girlfriend trip. But gourmet food, I particularly love the wine tastings where they pair the food because, oh, I mean, you don't really realize with wine how certain foods bring out the flavor. And you there's a, like a kind of wine that I wouldn't normally drink that I don't like, but if it's paired with the right food, mmm, good, yes. Uh, so yes, uh, world-class wineries, I would suggest if you go there doing your research, we had a, a gal in the wine club who... She knew a lot about wines and she, some places require appointments and she was able to get us appointments for some high-end places. And it was really fun. Uh, the, the winery, uh, gosh, I wish I could remember it now. It's, uh, they make the wine called Conundrum. Uh, so that was a really fun place. We sat at this really old, ornate, like historic table, I remember, in these comfy chairs uh, doing our wine tasting. And Opal was another one we went to. They make the Opal wine. Uh, it might, it might, might even be Opal. I should have done my research before I, I, I pressed record, but you'll, you, you can look them up. It, and I would say the wine you like, go to those places. But they also have uh, hot air balloon rides there. And it's just a beautiful place to see. It's just beautiful. The vineyards, it's just beautiful. So those are the top five in the U.S. If you haven't been, maybe plan one of those as your next trip. The European cities uh, were, let me start with Paris, France, the city of love. And it has a timeless charm that appeals to all ages. I now know two people who've been engaged in, in Paris, uh, so if, if your boyfriend's planning a trip to Paris, 
uh, watch out. <laughs> you might get come back with a ring. But the Eiffel Tower, the Louvre, uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral, although that had a serious fire uh, not too long ago. So I don't know how uh, much that's um, available to tour. I don't know how much was lost and how much has been rebuilt. Uh, but I also remember when that fire happened, I was traveling and I was in the Orlando airport. Isn't it funny how you remember these these important days and where you were? Um, and then the the scene, the science scene, the scene river, I think it's called scene, the scene river. Uh, and that we did a, a river, uh, a, a dinner cruise on the scene. Uh, and that was really, really nice. Uh, yeah. And so if you like French cuisine, if you like croissants, yes, it's a place to go for very yummy things. I re remember one thing I remember about Paris is I went to a shoe store and in the U.S., I am an average shoe size. I wear a seven, seven and a half, usually. When you go to look at shoes, every shoe that's on display is like a five or a six, teeny, teeny shoes. So you can't like try it on. You'd think, does that make sense? You would have the average size shoe because then people try it on, say, oh, this fits, great. And then you have to bother with a salesperson. It seems like it would be more efficient. And I remember that I tried on a pair of shoes and like all the sizes that were out were my size. And I bought a pair of shoes there. <laughs> oh, I think I bought a pair of boots and a pair of shoes. And it was great. I remember the boots were laying out on the floor and I was like, oh, those look cute. They were somebody's rejects. Uh, but that's one thing I remember about Paris. Uh, and then I remember my father because I went over with my parents. Uh, I was an adult, but I went over because I wanted to spend some time with them uh, as they were aging. And I'm glad I did it. Uh, but I remember my my father haggling with the cab driver who didn't speak a lick of English uh, about the the payment. How embarrassing. Even when you're, uh, you know, at the time I was probably like 45 years old. <laughs> Your parents still embarrass you. Uh, okay. Number two, Florence, Italy. Amazing. Florence is an amazing place. I think I've been about three times uh, there. And that's where you can find the statue of David. And he's a very famous statue. Uh, it's also got the Renaissance architecture. And the, oh, the Afuzi Afuzi Gallery. That is really cool. I'm not even somebody who likes art galleries. I love the Louvre. I love the Afuzi Gallery. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's got a, a really cool bridges. And one of the bridges has all these, if you're thinking about like when you're in a, a mall and there's all these kiosks inside the mall, it's like these little stores along this bridge and they sell gold and jewelry and, and all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah, I do remember my daughter, uh, my oldest daughter, one trip got sick. Uh, so that's one memory I have. She has a, an allergy to shellfish. And I think that there was some kind of uh, shellfish in the in the sauce that we didn't know about. Yeah, because it was it was like her reaction that she gets when she has that. So I hope you're enjoying these little tidbits. Uh, but Barcelona, Spain, number three is on the list. And like I said, I had a bad experience with my purse being stolen. And someone that I know recently was going there and I said, just FYI, watch out for your purse. 
I was told to watch out for my purse and I thought I was watching out with my purse, but it still got stolen. And she said, oh, my parents are already over there and my mom's purse was stolen. So you have to be careful. There are gypsies there and they are very talented at distracting you. And what happened to me is they were parking next to me and they were parking and they were like trying to parallel park and they were getting really close to my rental car. And I was distracted because I was worried they were going to hit my car and my purse was inside behind me. The window was half open and my purse was between the two seats. And when we got to our hotel, I was like, where's my purse? Where's my purse? And I remembered that that is where it happened. It must have happened. Somebody snuck behind me while I was distracted. So don't let yourself get distracted if you go to Barcelona. But it is a beautiful city and it's um, got beautiful beaches and, and great architecture. It's it's uh, yeah, it's where gaudy, you know, that you, you know, the term gaudy, that's gaudy. That's an artist. And so there's I think the gaudy museum is there. Uh, and then there's Edinburgh, Scotland. That's number four. Um, it's got a medieval old town and a castle on a volcanic hill. Ooh, I can't wait to explore it. It's got a festival scene. And we didn't know this, but um, the Edinburgh Inter International Festival is while we're there. And when people found out we were going at that time, they were like, oh, good luck getting a place to stay. You're not going to be able to stay anywhere. But guess what? My husband has another rugby friend who lives there and he's giving us his house to stay in. So we're super uh, lucky with that. Very excited. Uh, so number five is Vienna, Austria. I have been to Innsbruck, Austria, and I walked up the, um, you know, the ski jump where, you you know, the, the guys just, I think it's called the, the Nordic jump or something. But they just go down this really steep hill and then they jump and they jump off and then they try to get as far as they can. If you saw at the top of that jump what that looked like, we walked up and it looks like you can't, it's so steep when you're standing at the top, you can't even see the whole thing. It disappears. You see, your eyes can't even see it. And you have no idea how steep that is when it's on TV. It's it's It was shocking to me. But Vienna is a city of elegance and classical music. And you can visit grand palaces like the Schönbrunn and Belvedere. And there's concerts. They have concert at famous venues. And, ooh, the best part, Vien Viennese coffeehouse culture. Yum. So they, they must have really good coffee there. So that's a great place to go visit if you want to put it on your bucket list. Uh, six is Lisbon, Portugal. I've never been to Portugal. I've heard so, so many great things about it, but it's a charming coastal city with colorful neighborhoods, beautiful viewpoints. So if you're somebody who likes scenery, that sounds like that would be a really good city to go to. Uh, and the city has a lot of maritime history. So if you're into that, uh, and so obviously there's going to be some boating trips you can go on, delicious pastries. And uh, yeah, so Portugal is a great place. I have heard that it's a great place to live too for a lot of Americans go over there and live. I don't know if it's easy visa-wise to do that. So if you're looking at leaving the U.S., that might be an option. Seven, Stockholm, Sweden. I have never been to Sweden. I've been to Switzerland, not Sweden. 
Um, but S- Stockholm, uh, it says it's a mix of mo- modern and historic charm. And there's an old town, there's museums, uh, and there's a strong design and fashion culture there. I had no idea. But, you know, I think a lot of us as we age are more fascinated with history. I know as I've aged, I, I couldn't care less about museums when I was younger. Uh, but as I've aged, I'm very curious. I'm like, you know, it's it's we're, we're so much more interested, I think, in our ancestors and how we came to be where we are today. I think it's just very interesting uh way of looking at things when you're so when you're you, you're younger i think you're more future oriented and then you get older and you're more inquisitive about your past and your and your genealogy and yeah i think a lot of people like to do that and then the last one on the list number 8 is and if i can pronounce it correctly dubrovnik croatia dubrovnik croatia and croatia i think croatia is known because i think that's where they filmed was it Game of Thrones or yeah, Game of Thrones was fil- filmed a lot in Croatia, but it's a coastal city. I know that a lot of uh, uh, cruises, they have a big cruise ships port there. And so a lot of times I've looked at some cruises that go from Italy. They actually go from Venice to Greece because I've looked at, at doing a, a cruise like that. And this is one of the stops, uh, but it's got a medieval old town and you can walk along the city walls. Yes. And it, that's what it says. Game of Thrones was filled there. And so you can look at the, some of the filming locations. If you're a Game of Thrones fan like me, uh, you can see some of the the filming locations. And then it's on the Adriatic Sea, which is supposed to be beautiful. So that is the travel episode. And I hope that you are going to put something exciting in terms of a travel adventure on your list, because I think it's so important that we get out of our daily humdrum life and see new things, experience new things, meet new people. It really is, uh, I think, energizing energizing. Uh, And if you get with a group of friends to do it, I know I'm super excited about going on our trip because we're going, we're actually traveling with my husband's best friend and his wife who we've traveled with overseas before. And he's actually Welsh from Wales. So yeah, he, he travels over to Europe a lot. Uh, And then we're going to meet with another group of couples once we get to the castle. So it's going to be fun because while we'll be connecting with people that we haven't seen for a long time while we're over there. We'll also be connecting with people that we see more often uh, and, and a different, in a different locale, like in a completely different atmosphere. Uh, and, and also when you do connect with friends, usually it's just a couple hours, right? When you go on a trip with them, it's, it's real deep bonding time. So think about where you'd like to go next and call up some friends and start to organize it. COVID's behind us. So you don't have to be afraid. Just get up and do it and make a plan. All right. See you next time.
Thank you so much for tuning into the Living Your Spark second half podcast. If you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my Not Your Average Grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at notyouraveragegrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at notyouraveragegrandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place.